Like it's already written. Yeah, it's no, written. I don't think so. You don't believe in fate? I think fate? we're all going to die. That's the only fate we have. I, okay, so I believe in God, and I know my life is written. That's what I believe. It's written. I, I thought don't God know. put us on here to have our own free will. He does. So then it's how a, is fate already written? That's a question that I don't know. Like, it's already written, and we have free will to do whatever we want, but he knows the entirety of our lives. No. I don't think, I I don't think that fate is a thing. Oh, okay. Hi. Welcome back into another episode of the Two Men Show. The Woman Show. The Woman Show with Mark and... Trisha. Today is a very... Another thought-provoking discussion. As always. <laughs> Me and Trisha got on the topic of fate. Do you think fate exists? or do you, and, and if so, is free will a thing? Or do you think fate doesn't exist? Trisha thinks fate exists. Mark, fate brought us together. No, it didn't. Every, right. Everything is determined by the choices we make. Let us know in the comments what you guys think about this. Uh, me and Trisha get into it a little bit later in the episode. If you guys are listening on the podcast app, anything, Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Spotify, rate us five stars, please, so we can climb the charts. Uh, people have really been enjoying the conversations lately, lately. And if you guys are listening on YouTube, please drop a thumbs up and hit that subscribe button. It goes a long way. But uh, yeah, let's get into today's episode. Let's get into it. <laughs> Ew. Ew. It's not even a fly, Mark. It's a that? spider. Ah! Ah! The flip. Well, there was just a fly slash spider, spider on my microphone. And uh, unfortunately, he or she is no longer with us. Welcome back. They're right there. Uh, it's right been there. an eventful week for the both of us. My parents actually called me and they, they listened to the last podcast and they said it was really good. They thought that we had a great conversation. Your podcast is wholesome now that I'm here. Yeah, right? Yeah. They, they like the co- the back and forth between the male and the female. And my dad was like, wow, I can't believe that was 48 minutes. It was flying by like nothing. Oh, is that really how he sounded? That's how he sounded. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, starting things off, I went to a chicken tender fest this weekend. I know. I was going to go with you, but I couldn't have chicken tenders. Yeah, it was delicious. I'd never been to a Hold ch- on. You told me you weren't going to eat any chicken tenders. I know, but I caved when I got there because, dude, it was sick. A chicken tender fest in Beverly Hills is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. They had chicken from Roscoe's. Oh, no, no, they didn't have Roscoe's. They had a... You snoozed then. Raisin Cane's, which everyone loves. Do you guys like Raisin Cane's? I Let love Cane's. They had Dave's Hot Chicken. Yeah. I've had that. That's like, that's right. That's right around here, actually. Yeah, that's popping mm-hmm. uh, in California. Mm-hmm. And then they had this place called Mother Hot Mother Clucker. I've had that too. Oh, you have? I love fried chicken. <laughs> How? Why? When did you have Hot Mother Clucker? I had that when we were living in Moore Park. I mean, oh, in really? Encino. Yeah. So I had their hottest one. They have oh, hot. I didn't do that. I they have hot that. Mother Clucker. Mm-hmm. They have hot Mother Clucker 2.0. I had the hot Mother Clucker first, and I was like, eh, this doesn't compare to the hot wings yeah. challenge we did. Yeah. So I did the 2.0. It was pretty hot, but I think after we did the hot wings challenge. That, everything uh, else is like, eh. Yeah, everything's pretty mm-hmm. much. It. What did you do this weekend? Uh, what did I do this weekend? We, uh, me, Olga, and Simi actually just stayed at home. Really? And we, we watched Indian movies, you, yeah. Why Indi- like Indian For, uh, as in like Native American or like No, Indian, Indian as in like Bollywood. Bollywood, yeah. I've always loved Bollywood movies and now that I live with Simi, it's like just brought it out of me even more. So yeah. we've watched two of them. They're three hours long. What? So you can't really watch like multiple Are in they in English? I read the whole time. No. And there's this one, it's uh, this one director, his name is, I put it down, Sanjay, <laughs> I think his name is Sanjay. He only comes out with a movie like once every couple of years, uh, but the production value of this these movies is insane. Yeah, I've never insane. seen a Bollywood movie, but I heard it's like pretty next level. You need to. I don't like know. the storyline is so beautiful. We were, it's like depressing and happy and like Aren't the they, Don't they have like a stereotype behind them, kind of like soap operas, like the way they act or no? Like dramatic? Yeah. They're kind of dramatic, but it just makes for a better movie. Like, I don't want to watch something that's like real life. I don't watch over the top. Okay. But they're, these movies were based on like real life events. Oh, okay. They're not like action movies or anything like that. They're they could more, be action. Oh, a lot really? of them are action, but this is like a love story, but it was focused on like war and like oh. old middle, medieval times. I don't think I have three hours to watch a movie. Oh, they're honest. so good. That shit just they're drags They're so on. good. Like, I can't even pay attention... Like, 
to any TV show. I can't sit down and like watch a TV yeah. sh- series. Oh wow! Oh, by the way, guys, I have um shoes on this week because come to find out, last week my socks were dirty underneath. Everybody was talking about your socks. <laughs> Everybody was talking about your socks. Yeah. Uh, sorry about that. I have my damn Daniel White Vans on. If you guys are watching, how are they already dirty? I don't know, dude. It's, I don't want to <laughs> talk about it. But also, I wanted to talk about how we did the hot wings challenge. We and, did. And I didn't. I've never s- seen so many hate comments for doing a challenge. People are like, "You didn't credit." Uh, What's his name? Sean oh, yeah. Evans. Like, you stole this idea. Yeah, no shit, I stole the idea. Everyone knows what the Hot Ones challenge is. First off, it's a challenge. Yeah. And we're, he was paying homage to Sean yeah. Evans and the Hot One. Like, we aren't on that show, so what are we going to do? We're going to make it ourselves. Right, which, by the way, does the guy need a shout-out? He gets 20 million views an episode. I don't think my, <laughs> you know, low amount of views on my YouTube channel is really going to help out his don't channel. Don't discredit yourself. Whatever. Don't that discredit was, yourself. I thought that I was want to talk about something. What? You went to the Rams game. Yeah. And they were playing the Bears. Why wasn't I with you? Okay, so I got invited to go to the Rams game mm-hmm. with Pac's son. Mm-hmm. Great seats right on the of floor. Of course, yeah, of Sweet course. Sweet level right in the I end saw. zone. Uh, unlimited open bar. Okay. Food was delicious. The reason I didn't invite you is because I... Didn't think you liked football. Actually, you know what? I asked you. Actually, I was going to ask you, and I I asked you if you liked the Bears. No. This was earlier, before I even told anyone that I was going to the game. Uh, I was okay. I was vetting people to ask. Okay. And I said, do you like football or yeah. do you like the Bears or something? And you're like, yeah, but like, I don't really watch football. So then that was to me. I, was like, I, I said didn't. I don't watch it anymore. Yeah, so that's what you said. So that's why I didn't invite you. And I invited my friend who works at TMZ Sports who loves football. Fine. Is that fair? No. I did give you a shot. I did ask you, did I not? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that was a tease to see what you would say. Well, now I'm just going to think better, think harder before I answer questions. Nothing against females. Tessa Brooks went. Mm -hmm. Former Team 10 member. Great girl. She left at halftime. Okay. I wouldn't do that. Okay. So like my thought process too was... I'm from Chicago. We face a lot of defeat in sports, yeah. so we know. Like, they're right. loyal fans. I just don't watch football anymore because I like going to games. Like, every time the Blackhawks came to Arizona, we were at the game. Okay. Because it's just fun. It's, like, more fun oh, yeah, to be there in person. Yeah. But I was also thinking about it. I was like, I could take someone on a date to the game, or I could take a, a gentleman who would genuinely enjoy the game and have a good time. Maybe I'll forgive you one day, Mark, but it's not going to be today. I'm going to save... Look, I've taken girls to sporting events and they don't have a good time. Let's be honest. That don't, They're I, there for the Instagram content. Am I content. getting in, put in a box where I'm just a girl? I don't know. Mark? I judge women based on liking sport events. You judge men based on their height. So, <laughs> Do you know how big of a thing that is, it's by a, the way? I know. <laughs> All the comments are on the podcast are like, yeah, I have no chance with Trisha because I'm less All the comments, the DMs that I get, I'm 5'9", and I'm like, it's fine. Like, I didn't, I meant it, but I didn't really mean it. Um, Another thing that was really cool about the Rams game, we were right next to this, like, I don't know what it was called, Hollywood booth, I guess, suite. Mm -hmm. A bunch of celebrities were there. Really? Uh, Diplo, Dylan Francis, half of the Chainsmokers. Um, <laughs> There's only two. <laughs> Little Lily Singh. I almost said Little Singh. Alfie Allen. Do you know who that is? The, the he's name in Game of sounds... Thrones. I didn't know who he was. They put him on the big screen. He was sitting next to us. But he's in Game of Thrones. But I've never seen Game of Thrones. Is he a younger? He's thirty. Oh, ish. Alfie. That I sounds so up. familiar. Okay. Um, he was there. YG was there. What? Yeah, he was really into the game. Like he was a diehard Rams fan. Danny Trejo. 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 That name sounds familiar, yeah, too. Yeah, he, he's a popular, I think, Mexican actor. Mm. Oh! Yeah. Okay. Um, it was really cool. It was fun. Yeah. Oh, and uh, Venus Williams was there. And Key and Peele. Stop! Key was there, not Peele. That's cool. There's always a half. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was half cool to see him in real there. life. That's really cool. It looked really fun. Looked yeah, it really was a blast. Fun. I had a good time. Um, anyways, other news. Kylie Jenner. Sold 51% of her company for $600 million. Mm-hmm. Good for her. Valuing it at over one uh, or just around $1.2 billion. But didn't she sell? She sold it for, she sold $600 million. 
of it, right? That's yeah, how much 50, she got. 51%. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. now she doesn't own the company. Yeah. She's not a majority owner. Right. So they bought majority ownership. She's smart. Here's my question when it mm. comes down to something like this. And I, at what point is it like, why not stop? You know, why, why does the Jeff Bezos, why does the Elon Musk, why does Kylie Jenner, why do they, when they're worth billions of dollars, continue to want more money? I don't think it's a want of more. It's a why not? Why can't I thing? She, I don't think like in her sense, it's so much greed. It's just she's sitting on a gold mine. She took like her biggest insecurity, which were her lips and made a whole <laughs> franchise out of it. She's a mogul now. But don't so. you think at some point it's like, all right, I don't know how, how involved they are with like philanthropic work, but I never see headlines about the Kardashians or the Jenners donating money. To be honest, if I was as big as them, I wouldn't put that out there either because that is between me and God. Like nobody, I don't need to show you that. There's got to be some type work. of report. They, no one has to put it out there, but right. it's, it's known. They that, do a lot. That Bill Gates donates millions and they millions of dollars. They do a lot. They do a lot. I've seen articles and like, like when what? they go, when they went to Armenia, they did so much for the Armenian people back then. But you don't see that because who writes about it? Yeah, I mean, I just think that they could do more in terms of giving back. Look, to Kim community. Kardashian's going to be a lawyer. She's studying. Yeah, no, to she's be doing a cool stuff yeah. with like getting people out of prison or whatever yeah. that were like given sentences that were like too severe for mm -hmm. the times or whatever that the laws have changed mm -hmm. since. But that's a that's a big commitment. Like yeah, that's no. a lot of time. And I know, I mean, towards. Kanye West is on his, you know, soul mm -hmm. soul searching thing. I think that's good, but I don't know. I feel like there's so many issues that could be fixed out here. I don't know. True, but they're and only also, they're just, only one person. Just I think they're just after something great. It might not, even, might not even be the money. It might just be like they're after something bigger than themselves. Like I don't know what her next goal in life is. But right. You know, maybe she'll change the world. She probably she could. I mean, she has, in my opinion, changed the world for the not better. Really? <laughs> I think she's the center of, like, what females aspire to look like. And that's not a really a good thing. She, okay, I've said this before, and I catch myself, and I'm like, why do I want what she's wearing? Why do I want to do my hair like that? She's a trendsetter. Like, everything. She's a Jones. She's a what? Have you ever heard the expression keeping up with the Joneses? Yeah. 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 Okay. So that makes people yeah. depressed. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's your, at the end of the day, it comes down to your mindset. Yeah. Like uh, whenever I hear parents complaining, oh, you know, you shouldn't like my kids are on YouTube. My kids are on Instagram. Don't post this stuff. Why is that my responsibility? Yeah. Those are your children. You oh, should yeah. be telling them. You I know agree. what I mean? I mean, I don't, I don't follow her. I don't yeah. look at her stuff. I, I never used to. And then I just came why, why does someone like you follow her? Because she looks good. I don't want to look like her, per se, because I like the way I look. I like the way she looks. I don't necessarily want to look exactly like her. But when I see her put outfits together, when I see her do her hair a certain way, I'm just like, oh, I like that. Why do you think so many people like her? Because she's popping. Why is she so popping, but, you know, Chloe isn't as... Or Kendall, for example. Kendall, mm -hmm. in my opinion, is way more beautiful. Why is she not as popular as Kylie? I think it's worth it. work ethic. You think? Yes. Yeah. Because I remember in the beginning, because me and my sister, my sister loves Kim Kardashian, and now I love them too. Mm -hmm. um, we used to watch the episodes, like, Keeping Up With The Kardashians, way before, like, any of this happened with Kylie. And I remember Kendall, like, never really wanted a model. She just, like, kind of was thrown in because Kim was pushing her. Kylie wanted to do this. She's always wanted her own like makeup line. So it's just like work ethic and like passion. Like now yeah. Kendall, you can see likes it, but it wasn't like her passion from the start. You know what I mean? So it just hits different when you're passionate about something. What is it you think that she continues to attract fans? Because I was talking to one of my old editors and she mm -hmm. sent me a link about YouTubers and losing relevance and stuff. And this is something I've been thinking about a lot and something that I've realized, you know, when or losing relatability, I'm sorry. And relevance. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, they kind of go hand in hand. But, you know, as I was a YouTuber coming up, people could relate to me. I was just got out of college. Mm -hmm. I just moved to L.A. Everything was fresh. I was doing all these things. I had I was living a relatable life. Mm -hmm. And then what happens to a YouTuber is they fall into all these brand deals. They fall into this money. Yeah. They start hanging out with 
successful people. They start getting things for free. They start they start living a different life. Mm-hmm. Not that they necessarily chose to. It just kind of happens, yeah. right? And you start to lose that relatability from your fan base because for me that I think back, like I stopped filming things that I thought weren't interesting or like mm-hmm. normal everyday activities, but that's what got me to where I was. Yeah, people love seeing that. Exactly. So, and then you fall, have some YouTubers fall into the Gucci and all the expensive stuff mm-hmm. and you lose relatability and, and your fans get mad and they say, you know, you sold out, you've changed, you're materialistic, yeah. all these things. Those are things that come with a level up in life that kind of distance you from your fan base because most of your fan base is living a normal life. Yeah. A quote unquote normal life. Why is it that people love Kylie Jenner more and more and more when she gets so much more detached from reality than, for example, someone like me? Like she is literally her life is unattainable Mm -hmm. unattainable to 99.9% of her audience. Mark, if I knew, I would be Kylie Jenner. She's got someone like Kris Jenner behind her. So, like, I feel like she's mastered the science of staying relevant. Do you know what I mean? Like, Kylie has it, but... Here's what I think. I think it's because she gives... And I I notice this about, like, a lot of creators that are, like, loved, really loved. Mm -hmm. They give their audience something tangible. What do you mean? Tangible, something Mm -hmm. you can hold. She gives them the lip kits. Mm -hmm. Like, while she's entertaining them and stuff... She provides them clothing to wear. She provides them makeup to wear. I don't know. How many products does she have? A lot. Kim has perfume. And they're good, Mark. Like, if yeah. I tell you, they're good so quality. And even someone like Logan Paul, he has Maverick by mm-hmm. Logan Paul, which is like his whole brand was yeah. centered around something that you Yeah, could you feel connected. Wear. Yeah. You can connect. So I think that definitely helps. Like, people like, oh, they're giving me something. Even though I'm paying for it, mm-hmm. like, they're providing me with something that I can, like, Feel connected. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. and yeah. Tr- I mean, uh, someone like Tyler, the creator, mm-hmm. he's like not that he has like a cult following, mm-hmm. but he has like his brand golf, you know, like a clothing line that like people obsess over. It's really? On Melrose. Yeah, it's on Melrose. It's like s- s- right across from Supreme. So, guys, if you're listening, if you want to build, I guess if you want to become a YouTuber and build a, a very connected audience, I think buy per- some merch. Well, not that, but just provide them with something that they can feel connected to you. True. That's something that I'm kind of like observing and hmm. I'm trying to, to that's learn a valid more. Point. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to learn more point. because I feel like I just lived life and didn't really think. And I'm trying to like really step back and analyze like mm-hmm. why people are successful and why, why do people like people so much? And that's one of the things I've noticed. Also, she has a reality TV show, which people could see her life right like real life i Mm -hmm. guess not it's not real it's scripted but like that's the relatability i guess because they still argue and they still have family issues those are like still relatable topics that people she gives you just enough to like if you follow her and you watch her story she gives you just enough where it's like oh my god sometimes she is just like one of us but she's not right people i don't know how it is on the show but i mean that's being do they ever complain about shit that they like that people are like wow, you're really complaining that your closet's too small. You know what I'm saying? Do they ever do stuff like that? Oh, my God. In the earlier seasons, Kim was so funny because she would just complain. I don't know what she would complain about. She would like, there was one episode where uh, she called out one of her sisters for being rude. Mm -hmm. And she just started hitting her with her Birkin bag. That's like (laughs) $35,000. That's probably the cheapest one, I want to (laughs) say. She's just like hitting her with it. And we're just like, what the heck? Oh, and then she lost her like. I don't know how many thousands of dollars her diamond ocean and the uh, diamond ring in the ocean, ocean, diamond earring in the ocean. And she's like crying about it for like three hours and Courtney's in the back and she's like, Kim, there's like people dying and you're crying (laughs) about a diamond ear. (laughs) They're entertaining. I don't care what anybody says. They entertain me. Well, I know the Ace family gets a lot of hate (laughs) about like their lifestyle and I don't know. Well, you know why is because the Ace family, like we've watched them. It's only been what two, three years. Yeah, it's not a long time. This has been a ten-year reign of the Kardashians. Oh, okay. Like Ace family came up real fast and became, and they went from like zero to hundred in what two years. But they still have a really strong fan base. Yeah, hundred percent. It's kids. Yeah. Did you see on YouTube now? When you upload, you have to say yes. if your content yeah. is directed towards kids or check a box. Or not towards kids. Mm-hmm. And if it is directed towards kids, you're going to get less money on ads because like, really, I guess th- that they have to comply with these laws. And if you're like, if you're, 
because kids are easily manipulated. So if you if you advertise towards kids, they're way more likely to buy because they don't know what an advertisement is. Basically, there's so many laws around child so, advertising. Okay, so if it's if it's directed towards kids, and you hit no, will it not be recommended to? Then you'll get in trouble. If if it's if your content is directed towards kids, but you say it isn't, you'll yeah. get in, they'll catch you and get in trouble. Like if the Ace Man were to click like, no, it's not yeah. directed towards kids, so they can get more money. Yeah, exactly. Um, and my my editor sent me this. This was posted yesterday. It, it's, I mean, I I didn't read the article. She just sent it to me as we're sitting here. She mm-hmm. says David Dobrik says monthly YouTube ad earnings went from two hundred and seventy five thousand dollars a month to two thousand dollars in two years. How? Pardon the interruption, guys. I interrupt this episode to let you know that this episode is brought to you by Skylight Frame. The holidays are right around the corner. How's your holiday shopping going? I haven't even started. Thank you. Yeah, something you guys can get your loved ones is a Skylight Frame. It's a photo frame you can update instantly by email from everywhere. It sets up effortlessly in under 60 seconds. It's one of those, you know... Digital frames, it changes pictures, Mm -hmm. you know? We used to have tangible photos. Now we can cycle photos throughout the whole house, however we want them. You can update it in real real time. It has a 10-inch touchscreen. They sent me one. I actually have it in my room. I got family photos swiping around on it. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. If you don't love your skylight, they'll offer you a full refund. You can even preload it with your favorite photos for a personalized gift. Import photos of you. For your significant other, spouse, grandparents, etc., wow. that they didn't even know you had. Mm. Yeah, um, I'm, I think I'm going to get one actually for my parents, so they can have a bunch of photos of me. <laughs> I'm hooking you guys off with an offer now as a special holiday offer. You can get ten dollars off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com and enter the code Large. That's right, to get ten dollars off your purchase of a Skylight Frame, just go to Skylight Frame. S K Y L I G H T F R A M E dot com and enter the code large. Promo code large. Because one adpocalypse, um, here's what he said I was getting over around 60 million views a month, and my check each month for that time would have been a little over 275,000, oh which is nuts. God. It literally felt like I was a drug dealer at the time. <laughs> then a year and a half ago, or like two years ago, I got cut. It got cut, and now I get 200 million views which is more than three times the amount of views I was getting before. But now my paycheck is under 2000, which is crazy. Um, he uses copyrighted music in his videos. True. Cause he kind of doesn't care anymore. Cause he yeah. makes money on, you know, right. seat geek and all those things. Um, and they tend to, it's inappropriate. It's like not ad friendly, but that's insane. Like that's one of the craziest things. Granted, he still crushes it with the brand deals and his merch, I'm sure. And his podcast, whatever. It's just so funny to me that like he doesn't care what he makes on YouTube, but like. But that's why people like him, and that kind of goes so back to the relatability fun. thing. The yeah. kid made two hundred seventy-five thousand dollars a month, but you don't see him flexing and wearing Gucci. He still, his content has remained true to himself and who he it's is the same. and his friends. Yeah, it's been the same no matter how much money he's yeah. had, and that's something that I've you know observed in recent, and something that I want to get back to is just like making content mm-hmm. and not caring because it it becomes about the money, right? And like, it should oh. never be, if you're starting YouTube, it should, it and shouldn't. everyone always says it shouldn't be about the money. It really shouldn't. Mm-hmm. And it was never it, when I was. Because it shows. Yeah. Here's the thing. It shows in your content. Right. Because you start creating shit that you're like, yeah. you know, it'll get views. Yeah. And it'll make money. And then you just kind of lose touch of yourself and you just start making trend videos. Yeah. I love David's vlogs. I don't care what anybody says. Oh, I mean, it's, I've been watching him since he started mm-hmm. and they don't get old. I don't know. I they mean, don't. They're short. They're quick. They're funny. Like the great group of friends. Like. And that's a cool thing too. Look at his friend group. Mm-hmm. Always have remained together. Mm-hmm. They brought new people in, but pretty much the core guys are all still there. Yeah. But like, for example, other friend groups, my friend group, me, me and George are stuck there. Mm-hmm. Logan went and did his thing. Johannes went and did his thing. You have like the whole shots crew, all the Viners all split up. Mm-hmm. Egos got involved and everyone like, yeah, everybody's killing it in their own right and way. But I think if everyone just stayed together collectively and made a team, like from the start, it would have like been a look big at David team. Dobrik. Yeah, it would have been a huge team. Yeah, you stick to it. That's yeah. another thing of advice, I guess. If you're making YouTube videos, maybe uh, start with a team and hop on trends, I guess, and do things. Speaking of trends, TikTok. I had a TikTok go viral. Did you? Man. Which one? I just posted. I made it in 20 minutes. It's got 2.3 million views in a day. 
Which one was it? Uh, I'll have to show it to you, but it was I can't play it because it has a copyrighted song. Oh, good job, Mark. Um, you're TikTok famous. Yeah. How does it feel? It feels good. I think everyone, if you're listening, a, an app to get started on that's like less pressure, not like crazy, hard to do is TikTok. Start following trends, do stuff that people are doing and your shit will pick up and, and just be funny and creative. Put your own twists on trends. I think that's the upcoming platform. I think a lot of people are frustrated with Instagram, especially now that they don't have likes. I still see likes. I still see likes too, but some they're slowly rolling it away. Right. But I was listening to Joe Rogan's podcast and they said that it's kind of a bad thing that they're taking away likes. Why? Because basically Instagram, I mean, I've been saying this for I don't know how many years, but Instagram's trying to get all the advertisers to pay them money. I told you this in our last podcast. Because, and I mean, Joe Rogan did make a good point. Uh-huh. Instagram is paying, you know, employees to run the app. They're paying mm-hmm. for the bandwidth, the internet space, all that. And they're not making anything technically. I'm putting that in quotes if you're just listening. I mean, there are making stuff out of ads. I don't know how much. Like, you go through Instagram stories, you see ads, right? Yeah. And when you're scrolling on your page, you mm-hmm. see ads. I don't know how much money they're making from those. But it does. It, I, I get it and I don't get it. I hate changing the model. I think that's what the, yeah. the ethics of it is what's frustrating. Like, yeah, a creator can make $100,000, you know, promoting a brand. And Instagram gets zero dollars of that, and it's on mm-hmm. their platform. But also to take that away, kind of shitty. Yeah, there needs it to be sucks. a medium. There needs to be like, oh, if you're doing a brand deal, maybe you, a percentage of it needs to go to the app. But mm-hmm. then again, we have agents, we have lawyers, we have managers, we have the government. Like whatever you do make, say you do make a hundred thousand dollar brand deal. Yeah. After taxes and after you pay out your lawyer, manager, agent. Over half of it's gone. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Someone's got to figure out a better you way. You just got to go on tour. You get all the posts. Just do posts everything you. yourself. Yeah. And lose your hair. Instagram really annoyed me when they <laughs> extended the word count. What do you, you remember that? That was a long time ago. Like you could only have like 120 characters at one point. Oh, really? Yeah. And then they, they extended it and people could write paragraphs. Like <laughs> I don't want. That's why I don't use Facebook. I just want to look at pictures <laughs> all day. I don't want to read. Attention span. All right, speaking of Instagram, Mark, did you see what our friend Rachel did? Would you like to inform the viewers? Rachel Cook shaved her head on her new channel, her new magazine channel, uh, yeah. account, whatever. She shaved her head on an Instagram live video. What are and th- she looks so good. What, what are your thoughts on that move? Um, I just know dramatic hairstyles. She's, I don't know. I think she's going to do so well because she's a beautiful girl. If I could shave my head and look like that, I wouldn't talk to yeah. any one of you. Like, <laughs> I mean, no, yeah, she looks great. If anyone is to do that, I would say she has the perfect facial yeah. structure to do it. And her blue eyes. Yeah. She looks great. I just don't know why. <laughs> it's, it's gearing a lot of attention towards the magazine, one. That's a big change. Two, it's a drastic change. Maybe she was just like, I'm ready. Do you think, here's my question. She just got out of a relationship. Mm-hmm. Why do girls, when they get out of, do you think that's a, you think it was a. There's a meme. <laughs> There's a meme that says once your girl changes her hair color after you break up, it's over. It's like over, she moved fam. On? Yeah, like you'll, Why do you'll girls never do that? get her back. I done it. I did it. You just need, like, you need to be Why in control. Why do girls feel like they need to change the way they look after a breakup? I took, I'll tell you, I, I took a philosophy class in college. And the first thing that this, my professor told us is the one key to a successful relationship, marriage, is trust, right? Mm-hmm. He's like, I always tell my wife when I'm going to get my hair cut or when she's going to go get her hair colored, she has to inform me. There's a psychological, like, issue that... If like we were together and I went to get my hair cut and I came home and you're like, what, you got your hair done and you didn't tell me like it would be a barrier of trust for some reason. Like that's a huge thing. So I feel like look it up. I'm not kidding. So I feel like when we change our hair, it's like I I don't have to ask anybody. I have to tell anybody I'm getting my hair done. I'm going to get my hair done. I'm going to do what I want and I'm going to look great. And Rachel looks fantastic. Yeah, she looks great. And She's going to be able to do short hair modeling jobs. Yes. She's going to wear wear a wig and do normal modeling Mm -hmm. jobs, whatever. It's just, I don't know. I'll have to ask her when she's back what her logic was in doing it. Mm -hmm. But um, 
I kind of agree with what you're saying with trusting. Like one time when I was dating Kylie, she like told me she was going to do something crazy to her hair. Uh-huh. But she wasn't going to tell me and she's yeah. going to get my reaction to it. And I was like, all right, fine, whatever. Yeah. And she like cut it off to her shoulders and dyed it pink. And I was like, oh, this is fucking dope. It looks mm-hmm. good, but it was a wig. Um, but yeah, I could see like her doing something and me not liking it and then be like, oh, fuck. Like, yeah. I don't it's know. It's just a thing, I guess. Rachel's got some fucking balls. Let me tell you. Because think about how beautiful she is and she just was like, fuck it, man. I'm going to shave my head. I don't yeah. care. I, I can't you, even shave my head. I told you this before. I'm like, Rachel is the coolest person. Like, coolest person. She would. She is the ultimate, like, she's the perfect person to shave her head. Because you couldn't pay me enough to shave my head. I feel like FaceTiming right now. Maybe I'll have her on next week's episode if she's back. <laughs> And ask her. Shout out to you, Rachel. You were a real one. Yeah. That was savage. Pardon the interruption. Just want to let you guys know that support from this show comes from Manscaped. We talked about them in last week's episode. They're the best men's below-the-belt grooming company in the world. They offer precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Jingle balls to the walls, fellas. Listen up. We got untrimmed pubes. They're the thing of the past. It's time to gear up and get yourself the gift of shaving this holiday season. I'm talking about the Manscaped Perfect Package 2.0. I talked about it last week. There's been times where I've, I've cut myself down there. I've had razor burn. It's not a good thing. That's why this revolutionary company, Manscaped, has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary advanced skin safe technology so this trimmer won't nick or snag your nutsack it's also waterproof so you can use it in the shower how you feeling trisha i'm red speaking of uh, sweaty and stinky balls i'm thankful (laughs) i'm thankful for the crop reviver this product along with the crop preserver keep your balls from sweating smelling sticking they smell good damn it get 20 percent off and free shipping with the code mark at manscaped dot com tis the season of manscaped that's 20 percent off and free shipping with the code mark at m-a-n-s-c-a-p-e-d dot com your balls will thank you later clean up your nuts and make santa proud thanks for that wonderful ad read mark yeah no problem okay i have some questions for trisha to get her talking a little bit more well she mm. actually wrote the questions down <laughs> i forgot them already and i'm gonna ask you the questions since everybody liked our thought provoking questions last week our top talking topic of is love a choice or uh feeling Feeling. whatever we're gonna get into more stuff like that and like the mediums and stuff whatever Mm. we're gonna see where this takes us speaking of mediums mark has a ghost in this house yeah proceed a a polaroid just fell off the wall yeah um what's something your brain tries to make you do and you have to will yourself not to do it uh my brain tells me to eat chocolate and hot cheetos all the time and i have to will myself to stop and be like why does your brain tell you that because i think it'd be more so your salverly sal what what are the words (laughs) salverly savorly glands actually my soul is the one to tell me to do it um my brain tells me to do something why is it hard for you not to eat I don't know, Mark. If I knew that question, like, I don't know. Like, eating makes it, me happy. It takes, t- well, yeah, that's a common thing for between everybody. Yeah. It takes two weeks to form a habit. So if you could bring yourself two weeks. 21 days to be is exact. Is that 21? Yeah, three If weeks. you could bring yourself three weeks yeah. of not eating, which it's really hard. It's hard. It is damn hard. I think you need to find some sort of motivation. That's yeah. why, I like, everyone, when they get out of breakups, they do the, uh, Revenge bod, because like, I want to prove to my ex that I'm fucking good. I don't have to do anything. I just lose my appetite for so like you three years. should fall in love with a guy. <laughs> I know somebody break my heart real yeah, fast. <laughs> have your heart broken and be like, yeah. screw this guy. I'm gonna show him what he missed out on. Yeah. Anybody? Why is a revenge bod a, a thing? I mean, here's the thing. Has it worked? Like, have you broken up with a girl and she looks really, really good after, and you're like, damn. I messed up. Or has that never happened where you break up with someone? I don't someone? know. I didn't. I, when I, I try not to pay attention to that shit. I focus on me. Ah. Okay. But I, like, when I broke up, I, that's my first go-to. Was I always gym. I always look better after a breakup, <laughs> but I don't do it intentionally. I'm just Because we hurting. get comfortable during the relationship. No, not necessarily. And we go out to eat, and we eat freaking Froyo and all that shit. 
I gain relationship weight and I'm not even in Everyone a relationship. Does. It's be- No, I'm not even in a oh. relationship. It's because of Georgie and Belle. Yeah. <laughs> They're always like, let's go out to eat. Let's have well, a when, movie. When you live with someone in a relationship, yeah. you are in a relationship. Yeah, but they're so good. There's a lot of temptation there. Yeah. I'm trying to think of something that my brain tells me to do that I don't, that I have to fight the will not to do it. Yeah, that's Drinking. A, but it, it does your brain tell you to do it? It's not, I don't have FOMO whatsoever. Yeah, me neither. Not at all. Like I could sit at home on a Friday night watching right. a movie and be totally content. But I don't know what it is when I'm out and other people are having fun. It's like, I'm like, uh, I want to have fun too. So you do have FOMO? <laughs> yeah. No, but I'm there. I'm, I'm, I guess I'm, but it's not fear of missing out. I guess I just feel like I just said, that, that's a weird one. Yeah. I'm thinking of something like, oh, I, my brain tells me to go turn off the light switch, but the light's already on. So I have to like, like that's what the question made me think of. What? Like something involuntarily that you do. That the fight not to do? Yeah, to fight not to why do. Would you have to, why would you have to fight yourself not to turn off the light switch? It's just, it, this is what goes on in my head. It didn't make <laughs> sense, but it made sense in here. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is. And that's something that I don't, I've struggled with, man. I love partying and it's not healthy and it's not fun i mean it's you've fun. been good haven't you somewhat all right <laughs> but like that's my biggest downfall i think is when i party i party i can't yeah. you know i, don't, I know. don't know how you guys do it too like i'll get a text like 5 30 in the morning yeah. six o'clock hey i mean just this on friday i was out till 8 45 in the morning how why how? I was in my hot tub upstairs i did it one time with you guys yeah one time and i'm like I walked in the house at 6.30 and I literally looked at myself in the mirror. I'm like, yeah. Trisha, what is wrong with you? What was the point of that? <laughs> What's the point? I stayed in bed all day Saturday like a zombie. Yeah. It I haven't was, done that I since. wasted my day. Here, unlock your phone so I can read the next question. I don't know. That's that's my biggest fight, I guess. It's right. It sucks, man. I'm just going to seclude myself. Wait, I just lost it. Where is it? Oh, okay, here we go. What do you believe stands between you and complete? happiness myself i was gonna say the same thing i think we all myself and my mindset it's all about your mindset that's the only thing you can say you Mm -hmm. can't be like oh well a lot of people blame other people yeah blame other people it's It's not about other people it's about yourself it's about mindset mindset like if you work hard every single day like a lot of successful people you georgie logan i've seen written things like Mm -hmm. in front of you every single day like that's helped you guys you know i mean i even struggled of recent, I felt very lonely living alone and just like mm-hmm. by myself a lot. I think that's why I do go out is because mm-hmm. I like to be around people and living alone is a very tough thing to do. And I was kept blaming the fact that I live alone, that I'm depressed and yeah. I don't have anybody around me, that I'm down in the dumps. But like I had a huge wake up call to myself Sunday and I was like, well, I need to get back to my mindset that I of my mental toughness that I had you know, a few months, mm-hmm. like eight months ago mm-hmm. when I was reading books, when I was going to the gym, I was like, I need to stop making fucking excuses and get up and do shit. Yeah. Cause like excuses don't get you anywhere and they just will dig you deeper into the hole and accountability is number one. And a lot of people, um, people that I used to be close with used to blame their happiness on like their current situation yeah. or their current location. And I would always tell them no matter where you are, yeah. if you're not happy where you are, now you're never going to be happy anywhere else if you're comparing yourself constantly to like people on instagram your friends if you're envious of your friends first off don't even hang out with them because you're doing Mm -hmm. a disservice like yourself and them but if you are not happy with the little that you have you're never going to be happy with like ever 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 ever, i mean i had similar excuses and george was saying something to me too like and he was saying and these are these are conversations I've talked about this about my dad just mm-hmm. like getting on my ass mm-hmm. and like me getting very frustrated with him. He said that you know obviously George is homeless right now. You're living like you guys are crashing with your friends yeah. because you're waiting on the house to be finished. And Thank George George was using that as an excuse. Yeah. And his dad called him. He's like, "Yo, why aren't you making videos?" Yeah. And he's like, "I don't have a place to live." He's like, "Bullshit, I don't fucking care." And George got pissed at him because like, and I told George, I was like, "Dude, my dad had the same talks with me." Cause and you get the reason you get so mad is because it's truth and the truth fucking hurts. It hurts. And you want to deny it and you don't want it to be true, but it is. That's the reality. It's like I forget. Uh, like a lot of the motivational videos I listen to, they say stuff like that where it's like if you look in the mirror and or if you if you blame someone else 
for your problems, mm-hmm. then you're like, it's going to be fine, you know? Mm-hmm. But if you look in the mirror and you say, you're the reason, you're not mm-hmm. going to like that. And you're gonna yeah, of course. It. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, your phone locked again. It's okay. Also, Simi texted you, said she's mm-hmm. done and on her way home. Okay, thank you. Also, <laughs> I'm live, like, yeah, we don't, I don't have a home right now. I'm, I literally brought enough clothes for a suitcase and I could have told myself like, oh, I don't want to film. Oh, yeah. I don't want to do this. I don't want to go to this event because I don't have X, Y, and Z. Right. I'm filming more than I'm at Simmy's. I'm working out more. Me you're surrounded and, by people that are doing stuff. Yeah. But like, we're all doing it together. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, I well, could you need make, that one person that's going to be the driving force that's right. going to motivate. Right. And I've always been that person and I stopped being that person. Mm-hmm. Then I realized I'm like, that's the person I am. Like, yeah. I need to push people. And then that'll push them and then it'll push right. me. Someone's got to do it. Right. It you, all like, starts with you. When I lived with Logan, it was no question waking up every day and vlogging that's yeah. what we did like mm-hmm. we were hustling because you're surrounded by it logan was that driving motivated factor and i'm like damn i want to emulate you are who you mm-hmm. hang out with it's a real thing it's a fucking real thing mm-hmm. and that's probably why you're working more because simmy fucking grinds she lives she grinds, on her own yeah she's got to pay the bills and all mm-hmm. that stuff she's not in a relationship so yeah. it's different and george is probably going to wake up a little bit more too right um all right next question what's something you think every person should experience in their lifetime and then you wrote l pop does that mean? Is that just? I don't accident? know. What else. That mean, was an accident. Did you mean right, K-pop. <laughs> I think everybody should experience true love in their lifetime, because that's yeah. something that can't be bought. You can't like it; just happens. You can't plan for it, and it's great. It's fantastic, and a lot of people talk like a lot of people say like, "Oh, I'm in love," blah blah. blah. And I'm like, "No, you're not." And then when they finally get in love, they're like, "This is what you were talking about." So it's just, it's a crazy experience. Is this kind of fucked up? But I think this is something that everyone should experience. What? Death. Everybody will experience it. No, no, I'm saying they should experience someone close to them dying. Mark. Is that morbid? Yeah. Why? Do you know how much that makes you appreciate life more? Like, yeah, death is unacceptable, right? We're all Mm -hmm. going to die. Yeah. I experienced death when I was... I think my grandma passed away when I was 14 and that shit made me a different person. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, a hundred percent. It makes you a different person. It makes you mature faster. It makes you realize, wow, like life isn't forever. It makes you appreciate the things Mm -hmm. you have. It makes appreciate the people around you more. Yeah. It sucks. You don't want anyone to die, but like it's going to happen. Right. Yeah. I know a lot of people that haven't experienced death and they, experience death for the first time when they're like 20 30 Mm -hmm. years old and they don't know how to handle it like it could literally destroy your life if you don't i think you need i mean is that fucked up look at the difference in human beings right here i said true True. love you said death (laughs) but both show you how love yeah but it's also like in our culture in assyrian culture when somebody close to you passes away our community doesn't let that family be alone for a second for mm-hmm. at least like literally a month, two months. There is always people at that house, like always like bringing you food, like making sure you're not lonely. And it's not because they want to bother you. Cause I never got it. Like whenever I, um, would hear about somebody passing away and mom's like, okay, we got to go pay our respects to the house. I'm like, I don't want to go. Like, I feel like this is the last time, like Mm. this is the worst time to go and like hang out with these people. Mm. I didn't understand it until my grandma passed away. I was 23. And then I understood it because you're in, it's such a weird place in your head. You're like, I'm never going to see my grandma ever again. Right. My grandma's never going to see me get married. She's not going to have great grandchildren. Like all that's going through your head. My poor mom, whatever. Like going through, I can't even imagine. But then when I saw how much that helped, like, because it's a distraction. Like, yeah, you're you're still in that mindset of like, oh, I'm mourning. But at least, you know, you have like the community with you. So it was like a sense of like, oh, my God, I feel like I'm like being held right now. Like, yeah, it's, this is the worst time of my life, but nobody's letting us be alone. So then I started but thinking, see, does, is that not something that you think people should experience? See, you okay. experience and you see like, wow, this is yes, probably changed you as a person. But on the other hand, not everybody has that sense of community. So I like, after everything happened, I started thinking, I'm like, God bless the people that like 
don't have anybody like that have to mourn and go through this by themselves. Mm-hmm. Like maybe they don't have any family. They don't have any friends. Like somebody mourns by themselves. Like that breaks my heart. Yeah. So no, like I, I wouldn't that. want everybody to experience that. No, if they yeah, have people that. around them. I think, but if you have someone close to you pass away, it definitely makes you think of life in a completely different perspective. Right. And it's unfortunate. It kind of goes down to like, even just the stuff in the news, like we see school shootings and all these things happen. And then, it's unfortunate that when it happens, then we're like, oh, here, you know, like thoughts and prayers, like things have to yeah. happen. Bad things have to happen for you to like appreciate stuff, which sucks. Yeah, I you think should that's just, just appreciate human nature. It. You should just appreciate it mm-hmm. to appreciate it. Mm-hmm. But like something like that really opens your eyes and makes you realize like, like you said, like our grandparents aren't going to see us get mm-hmm. married. They're not going to see. Well, my, my grandparents, so great grandparents, my yeah. mom and dad, hopefully they'll be around. When I have kids, who knows when I'm going to have kids. <laughs> Shout out mom and dad. If you want to, well, they're already grandparents. They got, they got, nieces I know my, <laughs> my parents are already grandparents too. They love it. Um, damn, that took a turn. I'm sad. I want to go cry, <laughs> uh, but it's true. Okay. Wow. Mark makes you appreciate things more. Okay. I bet. Does fate exist? If so, do we have free will? Yeah. I, uh, yeah. What does fate mean? Technically, fate means it's written. It's meant to happen. Yeah, like everything gonna, happens it, for a reason. Fate means it's. Uh, fate it was and supposed desti- to happen. Fate that and way? destiny are the same thing. Yeah. I'm gonna Google what is fate. What is fate? We're probably sound so dumb. It's been the a development long of events beyond a person's control, regarded as determined by a supernatural power. God. Yeah, so like fate decided his course for him. So things. Like it's already written. Yeah, it's no, written. I don't think so. You don't believe in I fate? I think we're all going to die. That's the only fate we have. I, okay, so I believe in God, and I know my life is written. That's what I believe. It's written. I, I thought don't God know. put us on here to have our own free will. He does. So then it's how is fate already written? That's a question that I don't know. Like, it's already written, and we have free will to do whatever we want, but he knows the entirety of our lives, if that makes sense. Like, he knows what direction I'm going to get up and walk towards, but I'm going to make that decision. What if you change your mind? That's what I don't understand. <laughs> Do you no, but he'll know if I change my mind. That's a thing. Like, no, I don't think I, I don't think that fate is a thing. Oh, okay. Like, why not? I could move to Italy right now, or I could stay here. Yeah, you're. That's so. Your you're fate. saying if I move to Italy, like, what if I was going to move to Italy, but I stayed here? You say it was fate that I didn't move to Italy, but I could just move to Italy. And then moved to Italy. But what if you... I could change the direction okay, that I was going to do. Okay, then here's this. What if you were going to move to Italy, but you didn't, and the next day that you were supposed to be on a plane, you got the phone call that would change your life forever. But if you were on the plane... Coincidence. If you were on Luck. the plane... No, I don't believe in that. I'm saying I move to Italy and I fall in love with an Italian girl who doesn't even speak English, or I stay in Los Angeles and fall in love with a fake girl that doesn't understand me. Why does she have to be fake? Because LA is fake. Would you say I'm fake? No. Okay. But most. Most. I think fate's written, right? You do have your own free will, 100%. But fate is like so much. uh, I can't even talk. I don't. It's so so. above us that like I can't even. We'll never understand it. We won't agree on this ever. I don't think fate. No. Fate is something that you can't even like describe. It, we can't even fathom even beginning to understand it because we can't control it, right? So regardless if you take the sock off and you put a black sock on <laughs> or you have a red sock and you change your mind in the millisecond of what you were going to do, it's already written. That's what fate is. Like no matter what you decide, that's what... I think when you discuss fate, it's more so in terms of more drastic events, I'd feel like. Like falling in love. Yeah. Or. I'm just putting it in simpler terms. That's when people talk about fate is pretty much the number one thing they talk about is love. Yeah. Or love. Oh, it was fate. Yeah. Like or It luck. wasn't meant to be. But yeah. I have the choice to ask someone out or not. True. Not fate. But fate is what brought you to the exact location, the exact time that that person was going to be there too. Do you know what okay, I mean? Okay. So think about situations like this. For example, when I was at Stagecoach, I met this I didn't even meet this girl, actually. Oh, I remember this show. Remember this, 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 this story? Show, this story. Saw this girl. Mm-hmm. We made eye contact. Uh, 
it was just weird. Like we were just like, it was weird. It was a weird moment that I've never experienced. Mm -hmm. Right. And me and George joked. It was like the one that got away. Yeah. So back in my parents era, back in my grandparents era, any era before social media, that was the one that got away. Mm -hmm. You know, I met, I had my chance and then she was gone. There's Mm -hmm. how many thousands of people at stagecoach Mm -hmm. and I'll never see this girl again. But with the power of social media, (laughs) I found the girl. Okay. So does fate change with technology? Because back in the day, Mm -hmm. there was no fucking chance I was going to see this girl ever again. But I was able to get on Instagram and find the girl. Did she tickle your fancy? Like, did you guys talk? Did you hang out? No, no. We just, she doesn't live in America. Oh, she was just in town for the weekend. All right. So like, but I'm saying I would have never even been in contact with her mm-hmm. ever again had social media not been a thing. And then in your mind, you would, you would probably, you would probably want her more because you're like, oh my God, I don't know if I'm ever going to see her again. You know what I mean? But now, you know, like, oh, you have but a I contact. I didn't go up to her. I'm saying. True. That's so your So I'm fate. saying, does, does technology change fate? Because if it, in back in my parents' era, it wasn't meant to be, right? She was the one that got away. Yeah. But in my era, I found her. Whereas Founder. 50 years ago, I would never would have found her. True. So is fate real? Unless a crazy, crazy story happened where like that would happen. And then 30 years go by and they're at a supermarket and they see each other again. There's no way I would have been able to recognize her. The only way I you even never know. Would have, uh, the only way I even remembered her it was because her outfit. And that's why. Guys, I stand know. by my belief that love is a feeling. You would have seen her and you'd be like, wow, I feel it. This oh is the woman that I meant to be with. We're not even going to talk about that. Let us know in the comments. <laughs> you guys think, what was the question? Does fate exist? Yeah, does fate exist? Or do you think everything is kind of just a choice, I guess, or free will? Mm. Damn. Daniel. But anyways, that's going to do it for today's episode of the Tuwoman Show. The woman show. The Tuwoman Show. What's the twoman, that? I don't know. Two women. Two, two women? The, wom- uh, the Tuwoman. Two men and two women. That's like, a I woman. Thanks for listening, guys. Drop a like. Rate us five stars in the App Store. And let us know some questions you want us to talk about, maybe. Some stuff we can get on an argument about for next yeah, week's episode. Clearly, me and Mark don't agree on a <laughs> lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. We'll see us next week.